now we will study the sixth church the church of philadelphia and uh, uh, you know this particular church is also known as the perfect church uh, jesus had no complaints against this church and all of us must strive uh, to become like the church of philadelphia uh, because it brings god pleasure uh, so let's read from Revelation chapter 3 verse 7 onwards, which is the church of Philadelphia. To the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These are the words of him who is holy and true, who holds the key of David. What he opens, no one can shut, and what he shuts, no one can open. Uh, you know, uh, this is a, a great encouragement uh, for us because... Uh, when you become a true believer, when you uh, desire to please God above everything else, uh, there will be so many obstacles uh, in our path. Uh, there will be so many blocks that we have to face. But then we rest assured in this one uh, point or promise, uh, which says that what he opens, no man can shut. So if there is an obstacle before you and God chooses to open it, then nobody can stand and block it. Uh, it will open before you. Uh, you know, this a perfect example. Uh, Paul and Silas in prison. Uh, they were singing and they were praising God in spite of the pain and the flogging they had endured. Uh, but then it was not God's will that uh, they remain in prison. So the prison doors were opened. So even if uh, there are a thousand guards around you, if God decides to open something, no man can stop it and uh, if uh, you choose to open uh, if if a path is open before you uh, you know you can uh, confidently walk in it uh, so uh, you know do not be discouraged do not be disheartened uh, even though there might be blocks if god chooses he can open it but if he shuts something no matter how much people try to open it nobody can uh, so what he opens, no one can shut and what he shuts, no one can open. Uh, basically, it says you cannot force his hand. Uh, uh, he, what he decides only will take place uh, in the life of a believer. Okay, then it says in verse 8, I know your deeds. Again, a stress on the deeds. You know, he doesn't say I know your faith. He says I, knows, I know your deeds. Uh, see, I have placed before you an open door that no one can shut. Um, uh, so let's read from 8 again. I know your deeds. See, I have placed before you an open door that no one can shut. I know that you have little strength, yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. So uh, stress is given again to obedience to the word of God. And he says, you have no strength. You are weak. You are uh, hurt on every side. Uh, you are persecuted. You are tired now. Yet you choose to keep my word, obey my word. And you have not denied my name. So, you know, uh, this uh, uh, particular uh, church uh, or the people in this church could go on like uh, without giving up because of their... Uh, great love for, for Jesus Christ. Is my love uh, like that? Is my love a love that never gives up? That in the face of persecution, in the face of suffering, in the place, uh, in the face of closed doors, in the face of uh, all the things that break me, I'm still uh, with 
the little strength that I have, I'm holding on to his word and I'm not denying the name of my savior. Then uh, verse 9, it says, I will make those who are of the synagogue of Satan, who claim to be Jews, though they are not, but are liars. I will make them come and fall down at your feet and acknowledge that I've loved you. You know, this is one of my uh, favorite verses, especially the last half. You know, the very people who claim to be Jews, it says, so the very people who claim to be Christians, the very people who, you know, uh, like to pronounce to the whole world, uh, I'm a Christian and all that. Uh, and they are the ones who, uh, it says here, synagogue of Satan. Uh, you know, the word synagogue means a place of worship or a place of uh, gathering of godly people. And he says uh, those very people uh, who, uh, you know, uh, who have put you down, who have insulted you, who have uh, um, persecuted you, they are the very ones who I will make them to come and fall at your feet and acknowledge that I have loved you. You know, it's so beautiful because through the very uh, mouths uh, that uh, um, put you down, he will make them praise you and acknowledge that truly this is a godly person that Jesus loves. Uh, so do not be disheartened. You know, persecution is, uh, is part of uh, a, a godly life, a godly Christian uh, uh, life. We cannot run away from it. But when you stand firm, he will... Uh, encourage you in ways that you cannot imagine. Verse 10, since you have kept my command to endure patiently, I will keep you from the hour of trial that is going to come upon the whole world to test those who live on the earth. So, uh, you know, this is another sure sign that persecution and great trial is going to come upon the whole earth. And it's, it's, it's a way to test those who live on earth how genuine they are, how uh, honest they are, how dedicated they are. And it says here, you know, from this particular verse uh, comes the, the, uh, the uh, belief that uh, God is going to spare the believers uh, from the hour of tribulation that's going to come upon the earth. Uh, so, uh, again, we, we cannot say for sure, but there are a lot of people who hold on to verse 10 and say, uh, I will keep you from the hour of trial. So they believe that uh, the, the year of tribulation that is coming will be uh, exempted uh, to the uh, true believers. Uh, so uh, verse 11, I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take your crown. Again, it speaks of holding on to the very end. You cannot give up halfway through. You cannot, uh, you know, uh, uh, that that could make you end up losing your crown. You have to hold on to the very end. end. Uh, him who overcomes, verse 12, I will make them a pillar in the temple of my God. Never again will he leave it. You know, a pillar uh, is uh, something that you cannot just remove from a building. It is, it is permanent. And he says to him who overcomes, I will make him like a pillar in the temple of my God. So you're going to be there forever and ever. There's a permanence to it. And uh, it says, I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is coming down out of heaven from my God. 
and I will also write on him my new name. He who has a ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. So uh, just a quick recap of uh, the Church of Philadelphia. It, it is the perfect church, uh, you know, and uh, uh, he, 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 to the faithful, he has placed an open door, an open door, which no man can shut. And this church gives God the perfect joy and pleasure uh, because uh, when you become like the Church of Philadelphia through your obedience, through, the, through your passion, God is perfectly pleased. You know, love just doesn't appear. You work at it. You have to till it uh, like a field, you know, hours of labor, hard toil. Then the beautiful harvest of, appears. Nothing in life is easy. God did the hard part on the cross. Now you have to just love him back. Uh, keep pondering on his sacrifice, keep pondering on his love, uh, you know. And uh, if you are faithful, it says that you will be kept from the hour of trial that is coming upon the whole earth to, be, uh, to test them. So uh, be encouraged, uh, strive to be like the Church of Philadelphia uh, and uh, know that you can never run away from suffering. In fact, suffering will indeed bring great blessings uh, into your life, uh, you know. Uh, so let's strive to be like the Church of Philadelphia. Thank you.